WPMCST out of Elgin in the Chicagoland area. We're also live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at The Jamie D Show. That's spelled T-H-E-J-A-I-M-E-D-E-E-S-H-O-W. A real live radio show. Don't forget to like comment, subscribe, and click that share button that you can send this link out to all your friends, family, loved ones, and whoever else you want to watch the Jamie D Show. Welcome in, Robin. Welcome in, Kara. I love having real supporters. Thank you all so much. Yes. For today's show rundown, we're going to get into the daily news, and then we're going to have a conversation about having confidence. So like always, I want you guys to stick around because I want you to actually get involved in the conversation. You know, 847-931-1410. 847-931-1410. Again, 847-931-1410 is the number to call to get in on the conversations that we're having. And if you're not able to call in, continue to comment live on the YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook. And I will acknowledge your comments live on the radio. Let's get into some news. Per the neighborhood talk, a Florida police officer has stepped down after it was discovered that he mistook a falling acorn for a gunshot from an already detained suspect. According to the New York Post, Okaloosa County Sheriff's Deputy Jesse Hernandez and Sergeant Beth Roberts responded to a domestic dispute that was called in by the victim's Marquise Jackson's girlfriend. The woman called to report Marquise for allegedly stealing her car and threatening her. She also claimed Marquise had multiple firearms and a silencer. When the officers arrived, they immediately detained, searched, and handcuffed Marquise and put him in the back of the patrol car. As he was detained, the officers began to search the area for the woman's car. When Hernandez walked by, an acorn fell on the roof of the car, and Hernandez thought it was gunshots and immediately fell to the ground yelling, shots fired. He and Roberts then fired multiple rounds inside the car. I'm hit, Hernandez continued to yell, despite sustaining no injuries. Then more officers arrived on the scene with their guns. And while Marquise was still inside the patrol car handcuffed, his girlfriend could be heard in a video screaming in agony. Once the situation escalated and an investigation was conducted, it was unveiled that the sound Hernandez heard was in fact an acorn. When Hernandez leaned, learned of his mistake, he was in disbelief. He claimed he really believed it was gunshots. I'm not going to say no because I mean that. But what I, 10 seconds pause in speaking, what I heard, three seconds pause in speaking, sounded almost like 12 seconds pause in speaking. What I heard sounded what I think would be louder than the acorn hitting the roof of the car. But there's obviously an acorn hitting the roof of the car. That's what he said. No criminal charges will come against the officers, but Hernandez resigned on his own and Roberts wasn't found for any wrongdoing due to her responding to what she believed was an officer-involved shooting. I want you guys to take a look at this video. I'm not going to play the whole thing because it's unnecessary to play the whole three minute and 41 second video, but I want you guys to get the gist of actually what happened. Take a look. Shots fired! Shots fired! Shots fired! Shots fired!
I, I'm, I'm good. I feel weird, but I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I might have hit my vest. Talk about a very harrowing, scary, and honestly dramatic scene. Unfortunately, this is what happened when the officer believed he was shot and he was not shot. If you were actually watching the YouTube, you saw that the man was very dramatic in his, his response. I mean, the dude said he was shot, tucked and rolled, kept tucking and rolling, and then just continued to act crazy. And I'm going to say he acted crazy because... This man said he was shot, started tucking and rolling for like 10 seconds, and then let off several rounds of gunfire. My thing is, not only did this man not check to see what happened, but he immediately took an acorn falling on his car as a gunshot. And to me, that's insane. I have officers in my family. I have officers as friends. And like I said, I don't believe every officer is bad. I don't believe every officer is racist. We're not going to do that. But there are a lot of people out here who should not have badges. What training did these people go through to make them respond in that manner? Come on now. And I'm not going to say that you can't not believe that an officer who believes they got shot wouldn't respond with shooting back. But that man even said he don't even know what happened. I think he may have hit my vest. You didn't even check. And then you had all that time when you were tucking and rolling to figure out what happened. To figure out what happened. <laughs> you just started shooting. Like, that's just not what I believe officers should do. They should be trained enough to understand how to respond accordingly and also think on their feet in a very critical way to that, so that they're not in the situation. And I see why this man resigned because he knew what he did was wrong. He knew what he did was wrong. As for the sergeant, though, can't be mad at her. I can't be mad at her. I actually do believe she was responding to what she believes to be gunshots. Because if my partner started shooting, I mean, there's not much you can really do but to think, oh, crap, we're in a shootout. Let me respond. So I get it. Thankfully, the guy survived. I don't know how. But, hey, I'm praying for the man that shot that man several times while he was in the back of a police car and handcuffed. Horrible, horrible experience. And just trauma for the rest of his life. I don't think that man will ever be able to get over that. All right, y'all, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have some more daily news. So don't go anywhere. This is The Jamie D Show, live on KSHP out of Las Vegas and live on WRMN out of the Elgin and the Chicago Lake. Zinworld Premium CBD offers full and broad-spectrum CBD oil, extracts, and capsules, which are designed to help you feel your best. Their products are sourced from the best organic hemp and natural ingredients on the market and are tested for quality, purity, and potency. They have a full range of items from health and wellness to beauty to pets. Call 725-205-9223. Visit online at zinworld.com or stop by their 
their location at 9895 South Maryland Parkway and Silverado Ranch Parkway. Mention KSHP for 10% off in-store or use code KSHP online for 15% off. Hungry for the best barbecue in Las Vegas? Come out to the infamous barbecue and meat market, John Moles Meats and Roadkill Grill in Las Vegas. John Moles was featured on the Food Network's Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Now take home delicious meat selections for your grill, and while you're there, grab a bite of the best barbecue in Las Vegas. With two locations now at Tom and Gowan or on North Decatur, you're sure to find the perfect meats for your next barbecue or party. Find us online at johnmolemeats.com. At AR Heating and Air Conditioning, our main goal is to provide high-quality service without breaking the bank. From maintaining your HVAC units to fixing them when they are down, they are there for you. AR Heating and Air Conditioning offer reasonable prices, reliability, and professional service at a great value. For more information, go to FixMyAC.net or call 702-646-4000. Beat the heat and call AR Heating and Air Conditioning today. And to reveal if your passwords have been compromised. Volare. Buongiorno. Introducing the Italian-American radio show and podcast. We welcome you to join us covering all aspects of Italian heritage, alluring fashion, delectable cuisine, and first-class entertainment live from the fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Every Sunday, 12 to 2 p.m. on KSHP 1400 AM and 107.1 FM radio as we revisit and pay homage to Italy's past, present, and future. Takeout, delivery, or catering is all available. Go to mariaslittleitaly.com and see what you've been missing. From their family to yours, welcome to Maria's Little Italy, where food brings families together. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Jamie D Show, live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. until 12 p.m. PST out of Las Vegas, Nevada, and live on WRMN AM 1410 and 96.7 FM every Monday through Friday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. CST out of Elgin in the Chicagoland area. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're just now tuning in, we're going over some daily news, but I want to remind you all this. If you want to promote your business, products, services, music, podcasts, and more, hit us up at info at jamied.com. We have the reach you need to help you soar high, all right? All right, so let's get more into some daily news. The Neighborhood Talk posted that the Idaho House passed a controversial bill Tuesday, which will make certain sex crimes against preteen children punishable by death. Yes, you heard that right, punishable by death. The bill passed overwhelmingly, but the bill's sponsor noted that it could be unconstitutional. Quote, Rep. Bruce Squag, R-Napa, who co-sponsored the bill, along with Rep. Josh Tanner, R-Eagle, said that the House Bill 515 is designed to give the steepest penalty to the most heinous of crimes committed against children 11 years of age and younger, and that HB-515 will be in line degree murder, end quote. Quote, there is a deep, dark, dark side in our culture, and it's just our job to protect the children. 
There are times when things are so wicked that retribution is appropriate. It would be a very rare, it would be very rare that this case would happen, but it will happen. And I say to you that when you see that case, you read it in the newspaper, you're going to say this is one of one of those cases that needs to happen. End quote. The House approved the bill in a 56 to 12 vote. The bill will now go to the Senate for committee review. Overall, the bill sponsors hope that the U.S. Supreme Court will review the Idaho bill if it becomes law and therefore issue a ruling that will expand the eligibility for the death penalty. So, yes, there are people out there who actually want death to those who are pedophiles. Take a look, let's take a look at the news report. Meanwhile, a controversial bill that would allow the death penalty for individuals convicted of certain sex crimes against preteen children passed the Idaho House. Representative Bruce Skog, a a Republican from Napa who co-sponsored the bill, along with Representative Josh Tanner of Eagle, said that House Bill 515 is designed to give the steepest penalties to the most heinous of crimes committed against children 11 years of age and younger, and that the penalties would be in line with that of first-degree murder. There is a deep, dark, dark side in our culture, and it's our job to protect the children. There are times when things are so wicked that retribution is appropriate. It would be very rare that this case would happen, but it will happen. And I say to you that when you see that case, you read about it in the newspaper, you're going to say, this is the one case that this needs to happen. Now, the bill sponsors say their hope is that the U.S. Supreme Court will review the Idaho bill if it becomes law and therefore issue a ruling that would expand the eligibility for the death penalty. The House approved the bill in a 56 to 12 vote. The bill next heads to the Senate for committee review. So I want to know your honest opinion about this bill. And I really don't want you guys to drag me or hate me, but I'm not against it. I know I don't condone violence. I don't wish death on anybody. And I know I am probably going to contradict myself. But I believe that, and I'm going to have to speak my truth, there's a difference between wishing death on somebody and someone getting a penalty that they put on themselves. So I'm not against this. I'm going to leave it at that. Let me know if you guys agree, disagree. Robin says she's 100% for it. Yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. So you guys don't try to drag me on social media. I'm going to just say I'm not against it. As reported by the Daily Herald, emergency management is all about being prepared for the unknown. Elgin Fire Chief Rob Cagnan says the city's new mobile emergency operations vehicle makes the city more prepared to deal with the crisis when it happens. It also provides flexibility most communities don't have. Elgin Command One, a 43-foot-long mobile command center built on an international truck chassis, will serve as the city's emergency operations center also known as EOC. Until now, officials have used one room in the basement of City Hall that needed expensive upgrades. Quote, we couldn't get radio communications out. We could hardly get cell phone service, end quote. Cagnan said, quote, money had been thrown into it a little at a time. But if we're really going to make that an EOC, we're going to have to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars, end quote. City council members in 2021 agreed to spend $826,000 to purchase the vehicle. The city picked it up on January 30th. I want you guys to take a look at what this vehicle is going to look like because they are going to open it up for the public to also tour in person. So if you're in Elgin, this is for you.
Now, that was a quick snippet of the vehicle. And they said, quote, the community wants us to be prepared to be ready to respond in the most efficient and effective ways. This vehicle helps provide that efficiency and effectiveness as coordination point for multiple entities. The city is planning a public safety open house for residents so that they can see the vehicle up close and learn more about it. So if you enjoyed that video, you actually like the way the vehicle looked and you're not like other people because there are a lot of people out there who believe that this is a waste of money and you believe this isn't a waste of money, there will be an open house for you to actually go look at the vehicle. And if you do believe this is a waste of money, go check it out. Maybe you'll think that after seeing it, it actually wasn't a waste of money after all. Who knows? Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis is trending after she testified in court during an evidentiary hearing seeking to disqualify her from the election case against former President Donald Trump. During the testimony, Willis was questioned about her physical relationship with Nathan Wade, the special prosecutor she chose to lead the investigation. Willis says her relationship ended before former President Trump and his allies were indicted by the, her office in August of 2023. Willis was visibly upset by the accusations against her and explained she objected to records requests made by the defense lawyer, Ashley Merchant. Quote, I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. End quote. It is the defendants, she said, who are on trial for trying to steal an election, Willis said. All right, I want you guys to take a look at what she said in multiple clips that we got from social media. So your office objected to us getting um, Delta records for flights that you may have taken when no, Mr. Wade. I mean, I and, well, no, no, no. Look, I object to you getting records. You've been intrusive into people's personal lives. You're confused. You think I'm on trial. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. So the South we ever paid him through cash. We ever paid him through cash. What? Yes, uh, uh, we're talking about, I'm very confused. You've never like, given Mr. Wade money through Cash App. No. The only money you've ever given him outside of a contract is cash. I didn't give him money in a contract, so that was cute, but I didn't give him money outside, uh, in a contract. What happened is, no, we're going to answer it since you said it. He worked. He worked more hours than he was paid, and the county paid him for the work that he did. So don't be cute with me and then think that you're not going to get an answer. And I will ask you about the contract in a minute. I asked you about cash. Did you ever pay him anything? And I'm trying to qualify my questions. I'm not talking about the contract with Fulton County that, that was paid. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about outside of that, did you ever pay him anything other than cash? I've only given him cash a few times in, in the course of what we're talking about. So you never would go to dinner. Let him, let him finish your answers. If we would go to dinner, I wouldn't give him <laughs> cash because. Because he paid for dinner or I paid for dinner. I've given him cash only a few times in life, probably four. Okay. Probably the most money I've ever handed him is $2,500. The least amount of money I've handed him, probably between $500 and $1,000. You never wrote him a check? Ma'am, I don't have checks. Okay. Um, so you have no proof of any reimbursement for any of these things because it was all cash, right? The testimony of one witness is enough to prove a fact. So my and um, I'm actually surprised that the hearing continued, but since it did, here I am. And keep the answers confined to the question as best you can. I think you'll have more than enough ample opportunity on uh, when the state was well, able to It's highly to offensive when someone lies on you, and it's highly offensive when they the try judge. to implicate that you slept with somebody the first day you met with them, and I take exception to it. All right. Well, Ms. Willis, she'll be, have the opportunity to explain all of that when it's the state's turn to ask more open-ended questions. Yeah. Ms. Merchant. F-A-N-I, 
Last name is Willis. Um, Ms. Willis, when, how did you know to come into the courtroom right now? Because there were people I was pacing in my office, okay. and um, I heard someone yell, his testimony is done. Um, it only made sense to me that I would be your next witness, and I've been very anxious to have this conversation with them today. Okay. So I ran to the courtroom. So as soon as um, you heard that Mr. Wade was done testifying, that's when you just assumed you would be the next witness? It only makes sense. Um, did you listen to any of the testimony? I've been in my office pacing, ma'am. Okay. Um, did you listen to any of the arguments? I did hear the, the arguments this morning. It's ridiculous to me that the, you lied on Monday, and yet here we still are. And I did listen to that argument. Um, um, all right, so that was it, just the argument, no testimony. Right, I listened to the argument this morning where Adam Abadi, I thought, did an excellent job pointing out how dishonest you were with the court on Monday. Fanny was not playing, y'all. Fanny was not playing. <laughs> I, they're going to always try to discredit you, especially when you are trying to fight for what's right or fight for what you believe is right. And I, I say this often. <sighs> you guys are going to hate me for saying this. I'm really not trying to race bait. But whenever it's a black person, I know, I know, especially a black woman, they always try to discredit her. And it's just crazy. It's like if the evidence is there, let it proceed and let that evidence come out in a fair trial. On top of that, if the girl had sex with the man or did whatever she did with the man a while ago, okay, we're humans. We're people. I, I can understand a conflict of interest. But it's not like Trump hired him and Trump is using him against Fanny. Fanny hired somebody that she knew. If she had a relationship with that man way long ago, okay. But then again, it's, like, it's no different than hiring your best friend to do the job. Hiring somebody you knew, somebody you worked with for a long time. It's no different. So I don't see why they're trying to discredit her. But I'm going to just leave it at that because I need more information to come out before I give a very detailed opinion on the matter. All right, y'all, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have a conversation about having confidence. So don't go anywhere. This is the Jamie D Show live on KSHP out of Las Vegas and live on WRMN out of Elgin in the Chicagoland area. I'll be right back. House of Go Go, where we've been serving farm food and crafted cocktails for over two decades. Visit us for the full Hash House experience at any of our five Las Vegas locations. Hash House of Go Go is where old school meets new and gets twisted. We bring people together over good food and fun. Come in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and come hungry because our portions are huge. Visit us online to see our entire menu at hashhouseagogo.com. Hash House of Go Go. It's a Midwest thing, and there's nothing else like it. Is your dog suffering from a sensitive stomach? Hi, it's Kelly the Cookie Lady from Mooch's Munchies. Our dogs had super sensitive tummies, and I needed to find a low-fat treat that wouldn't give them gas or other issues. Most of the treats on the market were loaded with fillers, chemicals, and chicken fat. Many of them weren't even food. Well, I knew I could do better, so I developed Mooch's Munchies, and I'm happy to be able to share them with you. Stop by our store or our website, moochesmunchies.com, and find out why we say that Mooch's Munchies are totally possum. Buongiorno. 
Introducing the Italian-American radio show and podcast. We welcome you to join us covering all aspects of Italian heritage, alluring fashion, delectable cuisine, and first-class entertainment live from the fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Every Sunday, 12 to 2 p.m. on KSHP 1400 AM and 107.1 FM radio as we revisit and pay homage to Italy's past, present, and future. Check out our newest store in town, A1 Dollar Store. HP out of Las Vegas and live on WRMN out of Elgin in the Chicagoland area. If you want to promote your business, products, service, music, podcast, and more, hit us up at info at jamied.com. That's I-N-F-O at J-A-I-M-E-D-E-E.com. Also, we do take donations. Some people have actually been sending us donations, and we really appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for allowing the Jamie D Show to receive donations and keeping us in business. We really, really appreciate you all. If you're just now tuning in, we're getting into having confidence. We already went over some daily news, so we're moving on over. If you want to call in, that's 847-931-1410. And that's 847-931-1410 if you want to get in on the conversations that we're actually having in the moment. And like always, if you can't call in, hit us up on social media. One thing I get complimented on often is my confidence. And I swear, getting compliments on your confidence is one of the biggest confidence boosters. You see what I did that? <laughs> you see what I did there? It's like you're being validated for being great and there's no better feeling. True statement. Growing up, I never used to be as confident as I am now. And I feel like a lot of us really haven't. But tis is life. My confidence was always working in progress in my kid years. As I was growing up, I always felt like I had to fight for the attention of people and it was extremely nerve-wracking. Wanted to be seen, heard, and respected as a kid really had me in a bond, y'all. I would face being told to stay in a kid's place, respect this and that person, and watch who you're talking to by multiple people in my family, I roll. And that would often bring my confidence down. Let me tell y'all this. I was not a fast kid or a kid trying to be grown. Sometimes I deserve those statements. I'm not going to lie. But a lot of times I did not deserve those statements. And I was just speaking my mind. But I would get brought down for doing so. If you ever felt that way or you feel like you could relate, comment in the chat and let me know. Those statements would wreck my emotions and dictate how I would move in the real world. And that's just my honest truth. I wouldn't say I was this meek child growing up. But I would definitely let a lot of things slide because I was afraid of confrontation. When I was out in the public or at school, I would never want to deal with potentially getting into a fight, being labeled as aggressive, or do slash say something that I would regret. regret. So instead, I would either try to de-escalate things or let them slide. I truly live by the model that walking away made you stronger. Even in all reality, I still thought that that was great. But in this other reality that I had, because you can have more than one reality, I never agreed with that crap. And I will walk away regretting that I didn't stick up for myself. I'm going to say it again. I live by the model that walking away made you stronger. But in reality, I really didn't agree with that, even though I believed it. Because I felt like I just missed an opportunity to be confident and stick up for myself. I would honestly feel weak and like a coward. Because in my head, I would touch with the thoughts of, why do I have to be afraid of getting in trouble for how I respond to someone? 
that person got to do what they wanted to do with no repercussions. So why do I have to be afraid of how people will perceive me or if I would get in trouble? Literally, I would tussle with that and I would be like, bruh, what is really right? And I don't get it because I would be tussling with what was right so hard in my head to the point where I would get a headache. Like, what's right? Is it walking away or sticking up for yourself and being confident and possibly being seen as the problem? I don't know about y'all, but when I really need to think of something, my go-to tactic is to walk around and talk about it out loud. <laughs> that, that's just my go-to tactic. My friends today always make fun of me because when we are ever in person or on FaceTime, they would notice that the second, one second I'd be lying down and the second a serious topic comes up where I have to truly put some thought into it or I have to conceptualize my thoughts and articulate them appropriately, I would get up and start pacing around the room. <laughs> and that stems from my childhood. I would struggle my brain so hard and walk around so much trying to figure out the answer that I would literally exhaust myself. Crazy, right? But when I was younger and couldn't figure it out, that process would hurt. But now that I'm older and have more knowledge and resources to, at my disposal, that whole process is actually very relaxing and calming. Who would think that that would all change around as I continue to move? A shout out to Kennedy. She said, period, this is my subject. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes. <laughs> Kennedy says, friend, we are eye to eye with it all, all the way. We are so connected on this. I'm, I'm glad you understand. I've also found that it was one of my best ways to keep focused pacing around and trying to conceptualize my thoughts and articulate them because it made me realize I can focus on this if I just get up, move around, and remove myself from other distractions. I can't explain how it works, but it really does work for me. Now, to get focused <laughs> back on what I was saying, the point was, as a kid, I struggled with trying to figure out how to find a happy medium between being confident and sticking up for myself versus doing too much and being seen as the bad guy. I really can't pinpoint when that switch came, but I know it came around like sixth grade. However, the weird thing is growing up, my confidence was always wavering. And so around sixth grade is when my confidence really got there, but then it kind of came on and off. I would find myself having spells of confidence and then boom, it was gone. And I felt lame. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I felt lame. Like how was I confident yesterday? And I'm not confident today. Thinking about it, it felt like my confidence was conditional. And I believe that it's because confidence is not one skill that you gain and then it just automatically covers all areas of your life. You have to gain confidence in every facet of your life. And that is literally not something I thought about until I started thinking about this topic. Confidence really isn't a skill you gain and just decide to press apply all to everything. You have to get it out of the mud and truly gain confidence in every area of your life. And that confidence only comes with time and practice. You can't possibly just think you're going to be confident in every situation if you never experience those other situations. Dang. How am I just now telling myself this? I wish I would have known that as a kid. OMG. <laughs> that would have made me feel so much better about a lot of things. You are only scared because you never had to deal with this situation before. And until you continue to face this situation and other situations head on, you won't gain your confidence. On top of that, you have to give yourself grace when gaining confidence in those spaces. Because everyone's growth process is different and you'll get it when you get it. 
take it to the chin and say better luck next time. You are still alive and it ain't over. You can still go head to head, toe to toe with that situation or person until you get it right. Dang, man, I'm almost 30. And this is the first time I have really even thought about that. And it's crazy because while it's something I wish I could have told my younger self, my current self still needed to hear this. Jeez. Bell ring. So in the words of Leslie Calvin Brown, an American politician and motivational speaker, I want you guys to hear this. Practice makes improvement. You can always better your best. You can always go beyond anything that you have ever done. You never hit a state of perfection. You're always bigger than what you do. And so all you're looking for are new breakthroughs through practice and practice and practice. You'll get better and better and better. And there's still some things that will happen to you that will catch you on the blind side that you did not anticipate. You'll get knocked down, but you won't be knocked out. You'll be able to get to your feet again, be on the ropes. But you have a fast recovery rate when you work on yourself. Read inspirational books, of course. Listen to tapes that begin to inspire you. And stay around people who will empower you. Woo! Bell freaking ring. Bell freaking ring. Y'all, yes. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have more conversations on this topic, so don't go anywhere. This is the Jamie D Show on WRMN out of Elgin, the Chicagoland area, and on KSHP out of Las Vegas, Nevada. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. That's the thing. Like, no matter how rich you are, you... It's time to wake up and win the weekend. You're listening to the boss of the big ball. J.P. the Kick-Ass. Giving you that free. Join me every Saturday and Sunday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Pacific time for the live action on Vegas Scoreboard Express on KSHP 107.1 FM and AM 1400. Dive into the game day with my in-depth analysis, expert predictions, and winning plays from the sharpest minds in sports betting. It's more than just placing bets. It's about securing wins. Head over to jbtheticket.com and be sure to tune in to KSHP this weekend from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Pacific time to ride the winning wave with VSX. Tune in and get your money back from the sports book. All money, all sports, no pull. Miss the live show? Subscribe to Vegas Wolf World Express on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Tune In, and wherever you enjoy your favorite podcast and radio listening. Located only four miles from downtown Colorado Springs and ten miles from Pikes Peak, Hyatt Place Colorado Springs Garden of the Gods offers spacious rooms with contemporary decor, stylish furnishings, including divided living and sleeping areas, the Hyatt Grand Bed, state-of-the-art media and work center, a 42-inch flat panel high-definition television that easily integrates with laptops and other electronic devices. Complimentary breakfast is included during your stay. Location at 503 West Garden of the Gods Road. Book your stay at HyattPlace.com. confidence this conversation is going to help somebody and then boom i am that somebody come on now come on type amen in the chat if you are feeling it so i want to make this clear there are many definitions of confidence but the one we're discussing is described by the dictionary as quote 
a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities, end quote. Building up your confidence is a process, y'all. Believe it or not, we are all confident in something. Even if you think you aren't, you just have to take a step back and think about it. That topic you get excited to talk about, being able to hold eye contact, dressing well, having good posture, walking into the room like you are it, going after a degree or a job, approaching someone, trying to complete a task again, trying new things, speaking up, defending someone, showcasing your talents, and more are all cases of confidence. It takes one act of confidence to build up more confidence in the other areas that you're lacking confidence in. I keep trying to tell y'all it's very beneficial to build up your confidence and live in your confidence. After a quick Google search, I found that some of the benefits include improved relationships, improved motivation, reduced social anxiety, happiness, less stress, having leadership and executive presence, positive attitudes, resilience, freedom from social anticipation, better performance, better sleep, feeling valued, and more. And if those benefits don't sound bomb and make you want to work on your confidence, something is wrong with you. We got to want better for ourselves, and that starts with our confidence. Now, this topic came up because, once again, I was scrolling on the gram and came across this video where this guy asked a random nice-looking woman what made her confident, and she gave it to him. I was like, I know that's right, friend. Let's listen to this interaction that was recorded and posted by Confidence Heist on Instagram. Hi. What makes you confident? My age. How young are you? I'm 60. No way. Yeah. You look way younger. Thank you. Well, yeah. that's because I'm confident. I've been on this earth a long time, so I feel confident. Well, can you share with me? To, because I, and so many people, want to be more confident. Mm-hmm. What can you share? Um, that it doesn't matter what's on the outside. It's all coming from within. That's it. Simple. Right, one message to your younger self? Uh, be happy with who you are. Don't worry about looks. Don't worry about... You know, where you're going to be, it all works out in the end. Thank you so much for sharing. What was your name? Lisa. Lisa David? Hi, David. Nice to meet you. Thank Very you for stopping. Nice I appreciate you. it. Where will I see this? Confidence heist time. I know that's right. I thought this was awesome. Like, Lisa did that. we got to all be a little more like Lisa because confidence will get us much further in life than most other things will. Now, per usual, if you're feeling like blah, 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 now how am I going to actually become more confident? I got you. We're going to listen to what Ted Ed posted on YouTube on the three tips to boost your confidence. Here you go. When faced with a big challenge where potential failure seems to lurk at every corner, maybe you've heard this advice before more confident. And most likely, this is what you think when you hear it. If only it were that simple. But what is confidence? Take the belief that you are valuable, worthwhile, and capable, also known as self-esteem. Add in the optimism that comes when you are certain of your abilities. And then empowered by these, act courageously to face a challenge head on. This is confidence. It turns thoughts into action. So where does confidence even come from? There are several factors that impact confidence. One, 
what you're born with, such as your genes, which will impact things like the balance of neurochemicals in your brain. Two, how you're treated. This includes the social pressures of your environment. And three, the part you have control over, the choices you make, the risks you take, and how you think about and respond to challenges and setbacks. It isn't possible to completely untangle these three factors, but the personal choices we make certainly play a major role in confidence development. So, by keeping in mind a few practical tips, we do actually have the power to cultivate our own confidence. Tip one, a quick fix. There are a few tricks that can give you an immediate confidence boost in the short term. Picture your success when you're beginning a difficult task. Something as simple as listening to music with deep bass. It can promote feelings of power. You can even strike a powerful pose or give yourself a pep talk. Tip two, believe in your ability to improve. If you're looking for a long-term change, consider the way you think about your abilities and talents. Do you think they are fixed at birth or that they can be developed like a muscle? These beliefs matter because they can influence how you act when you're faced with setbacks. If you have a fixed mindset, meaning that you think your talents are locked in place, you might give up, assuming you've discovered something you're not very good at. But if you have a growth mindset and think your abilities can improve, a challenge is an opportunity to learn and grow. Neuroscience supports the growth mindset. The connections in your brain do get stronger and grow with study and practice. It also turns out, on average, people who have a growth mindset are more successful, getting better grades, and doing better in the face of challenges. Tip three, practice failure. Face it, you're going to fail sometimes. Everyone does. J.K. Rowling was rejected by 12 different publishers before one picked up Harry Potter. The Wright brothers built on history's failed attempts at flight, including some of their own, before designing a successful airplane. Studies show that those who fail regularly and keep trying anyway are better equipped to respond to challenges and setbacks in a constructive way. They learn how to try different strategies, ask others for advice, and persevere. So, think of a challenge you want to take on. Realize it's not going to be easy. Accept that you'll make mistakes, and be kind to yourself when you do. Give yourself a pep talk, stand up, and go for it. The excitement you'll feel knowing that whatever the result, you'll have gained greater knowledge and understanding. This is confidence. I thought the way they went through that was beautiful. And everything, I mean, everything from their tips to the illustrations and to the way that they were speaking could truly help somebody build their confidence. I loved it. However, I'm going to say this. Those were all mental things that you need to do to build your self-confidence. And like I said, while they're beautiful tactics, I want us to also listen to what David Burkus on YouTube had to say about the five ways to increase self-confidence. In this video, though, he's going to give us physical tips we could use in our everyday lives. Take a listen. 
Five ways to increase self-confidence. Number one, stand tall. Adopt a posture that looks strong, that looks powerful, and you'll be surprised how well that translates in to how self-confident you think you are. Number two, smile. Add a smile to your interactions, end the points that you make with people with a smile, and you'll find your self-confidence increasing, not slightly, but as big as your smile. Number three, compliment others. Not only will they return the favor often and compliment you, but people who are regularly praising other people are seen as more confident in themselves, and eventually, they become more confident in themselves. Number four, remind yourself of wins. One of the easiest ways to build your self-confidence in the moment is to remember how far you've come. And number five, exercise. Sweat every single day. Not only is it good for your health, it's good for your feelings of self-confidence because you know that you can handle stressful situations. If you want more ideas and deep dive content that'll help you do your best work ever, then hit the like button and consider following or subscribe. Snaps. Snaps. Now y'all got mental and physical ways on how you can be confident in your everyday life. Confidence is key, y'all. We got it. Give yourself some grace. Don't go so hard on yourself and understand it's going to come with time and practice. Practice makes improvement. I believe in y'all, okay? Hey, I want you all to have an amazing rest of your day. You deserve it. If no one has told you this today, you are beautiful. You are deserving. You are kind. You are blessed beyond belief. And everything that your heart desires will come to you one way or another. All right, y'all. I love you all so much. Don't forget, if you want to promote your business, products, services, music, podcasts, and more, hit us up at info at jamied.com. That's I-N-F-O at J-A-I-M-E-D-E-E.com. This has been the Jamie D Show live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. until 12 p.m. PST out of Las Vegas, Nevada, and live on WRMN AM 1410 and 96.7 FM every Monday through Friday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. CST out of Elgin in the Chicagoland area. Love y'all. Bye.